And welcome back to another edition of Podcast Quincy's City View with Mayor Tom Koch. I'm Mark Carey, as media director, and uh, welcome, Mayor, to your... I'm welcoming you to your own office. You always make fun of me for doing that, but uh, sorry. Oh, I'm glad you're here, Mark. Well, <laughs> it's great to be here, Mayor, as always. You know, I just want to mention again to people, you can also, just at home, ask your Echo or Alexa to play Podcast Quincy, and it will play the latest episode. I tried it myself, Mayor. And I, I have figure an Alexa. If you I, figured out, anyone can figure it well, out. Well, this Mark. is the easy thing. If you have an Alexa or Echo at home, some people just don't like them, but I, I do it. For, I use it for everything. I use it to ask me what the temp, what's the weather outside, you know. Oh, boy. You're really and, admitting all this. Now. I am. I am. So, and, and I said. I just got cable this past year, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Alexa, play me podcast Quincy, and it played the latest episode. So yeah. I thought that was a very convenient way of doing it, just letting folks know how easy it is to get the podcast, and our numbers are going up every week. So I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Yeah, enough. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. We always talk about a few of the hot hot button issues of the week, or sometimes we just talk about another issue that's happening here in the city of Quincy. There are always many issues happening, and but first, we're going to talk about uh, something that has been a real hot-button issue in the city over the past several years, and that is the compressor station that they want to put out there. But, yeah, you know what, tell me a little bit about, if you could, where we're at and what this sure. is all about. Sure. This, is, um, this has been kicking around for a couple of years, uh, compressor station, just on the other side of the Four River Bridge in Weymouth on the left-hand side, if you're heading down 3A. And uh, this has been ongoing for some time. Just obviously, the town of uh, Weymouth and the town of Braintree and the city of Quincy have come together to work together to fight this. I mean, um, you know, the reality is, and part of the argument we've been making is, look, historically, the four of a basin area has had an awful lot of environmental issues. You had the shipyard operation. We had Procter & Gamble. You had the coal-burning uh, electric facility before they went to the, the gas-burning. This whole corridor area of the four of a basin has been heavy with industry you got the tank farms both on the branch and the quincy side you know you get the sludge plant now at the shipyard i mean how much is enough enough you know i, I remember um, representative mariano putting it pretty eloquently he said you know we put up with those things years ago because the shipyard put people to work so you know families are making a living so there's kind of a uh, a little bit of a trade-off. I'm not saying we should trade a job off for, for your health and all, but the reality is we were gaining something or getting something for what was happening there. But there's no gain here for anybody for this site, you know, uh, as far as jobs go locally. It, you know, the economy doesn't affect Quincy, Braintree, Weymouth in any way uh, in a positive way. So, so you know, there's that history aspect of it that I think we all, you know, from Quincy realize that's, um, that's important. Just like, um, you know, for 50 years, Nut Island was the home of the, of the sewage treatment for 23 different communities in Massachusetts. Come to Quincy and, and their affluent come through here and get dumped in the Quincy Bay. You know, so it's not like it's not in my backyard, that crap. The reality is the city of Quincy in this area has put up with a lot, has done a lot for the region for the benefit of the region. So uh, there's that piece of it first. It's really from my perspective, and I, th and I think my colleagues, um, you know, I, I mentioned Ron Mariano, um, you know, Bob Hedlund, the mayor of Weymouth, uh, Joe Sullivan, the mayor of Braintree, uh, you know, representatives that we have. I mentioned Mariano and Ears and Jan and Hunt, although I don't think Tacky is as hot on this one as, as the other reps. Uh, and then Senator Keene has been phenomenal. And Rep. Jamie Murphy in Weymouth, he's been really out front in this issue. Congressman Lynch has been very helpful. Um, he'd had a meeting in Braintree on it not long ago. You know, we've all been working very hard together on this. We're all rowing in the same direction on it. And there's a number of 
touches on the permit go, uh, goes from different agencies, ma- and mainly the federal and the state. There's been a wonderful group involved of citizens uh, that have been we've been helping with paying some of the legal bills to really help because we can't. It's interesting we can't under the law. Uh, give Weymouth money to pay their legal bills. So our way is to help some of the citizen groups with some of their legal bills. Uh, because, you know, this this is in Weymouth, but it's on the border of Quincy. It will have right. an effect on Germantown and Quincy Point. So it's really a public health safety number one issue, meaning, okay, what kind of quality air is this going to have uh, affect the quality of the air? Number two is it's a public safety issue. If this plant ever blew up, I mean, it'd pro- probably take the new bridge down with it. I mean, this is a, a very, very tricky situation and one that, um, uh, in my in my estimation, should not be placed with such population around it. It really yeah. shouldn't. It's uh, simple as that. Now, there's been some losses and wins in the courts and all from the three towns. We were all suing the state and state and federal courts, you know, accusing the regulators of failing to follow the state's air pollution control regulations and adequately limit the releases of hazardous air pollutants. Again, back to that area, we already have enough air pollutants in this area. So when you add them all up, it's, it, you know, that's, that's where you really make the argument. It's not just this single use, but if we add up all the uses in this area, wow. it has an adverse effect. Um, so in joint appeals filed this week, Weymouth, Braintree, Hingham, and Quincy, they call for a review of the state's approval of the air quality permit from the compressor station. The, the, obviously, the gas company, Spectre Energy, Enbridge, wants to build. So the commissioner of the state Department of Environmental Protection upheld the permit last month and rejected an early appeal from the from the communities. However, uh, hearing officer of the State Department of Environmental Protection, they have not decided or issued a, a decision on the town's appeals of the waterways license and the wetland permit issued by the state. So the state officials have said they'll not complete the coastal zone management review until that license and permit are granted. So Algonquin is also under administrative consent order to provide environmental sampling and more analysis related to the hazardous waste cleanup on the site by mid-January. So at the urging of officials and residents, the state completed an audit of the cleanup of the site earlier this year and determined that the steps taken by Algonquin did not did not fully comply with the state's hazardous waste cleanup regulations. So there's a, there's a number of, obviously, regulatory issues here that we're dealing with. I want to give a shout-out to Alice and the crew, the volunteers, uh, the citizens group that just been relentless on this issue for all the right reasons. Uh, so this this is a complicated issue, but it's a simple one. Enough is enough. Find another place. Find you know why should the same population bear the burden of another uh, regional solution to something? And there's just too much going on down there. There's exactly. too much going on down there, and the public safety issue alone that's a pretty scary thing. Yep, it's public yeah. safety and public health. I mean, you can't get any better than that, right? Yeah, two right. major issues, and they're legitimate. And those citizens groups have been great. They've, I see the. And listen, I'm not. Over. I'm not one of those ones that's. Uh, you know, as you know, in my history here as mayor, the last twelve years, you know, I'm not a guy against everything. You know, I'm, I've proposed a number of things, projects, and but this is one that I could not, in good conscience, uh, endorse, support, or, or help. So, you know, it's not often when all your elected officials are rowing in the same direction, but. Right. The region uh, we really are, from the congressman right down to, I mentioned this reps and mayors, but you know the city councilors, uh, Brad Kroll's been involved on the Quincy side. We have town councilors on the Weymouth and Braintree side involved. Um, so it's it's you know we're all in it together. We're gonna we're doing our best to beat this thing. Well, I think it was important to update folks that mayor. Thank you very much for touching on uh, where we're at on the compressor station issue. Um, let's just and we'll keep you informed as we move forward. And speaking of issues like this, uh, you know I've. 
listened to last week I heard on WGBH. I stopped in my car and I was punching the dashboard a little bit because I heard Marty Walsh on there with Jim Browdy and and, and, uh, Marjorie Egan. That's right. I used to work with Marjorie and Jim a long time ago. But I also uh, heard on WBZ, Dan Ray, the mayor is out there really pushing this Long Island Bridge thing. Right, right. Please, again, I know we talked about this before, but we have to Well, it's funny you you say it because I was at uh, lunch last week and uh, we stopped at Maddie's on the beach, Quincy Shore Drive, to get, I don't know if anyone's tried it. I love ice cream, and those that don't know me, <laughs> the word's out. But Maddie says this wonderful frozen custard um, that really is out of this world. So after lunch, we went over to get one. And as I was leaving with another gentleman, three women were sitting at the table and they said, uh, hey, Mayor. I said, hi, ladies. They said, uh, one of them said, you know, your ears ringing this morning. We heard uh, Marty Walsh on, uh, with Jim Browdy this morning and he was, uh, he was not very kind to you or the city. I said, well, let me guess. It was about Long Island Bridge and the issue. She said, yeah, yeah. I said, well, okay. I said, I'm not losing sleep over Marty Walsh's criticism, but I appreciate the heads up. And then, of course, I heard from people last night that he was on Dan Ray. And, um, you know, it's it's one thing to be proposing and selling your proposal, but it's another to be really taking the city on in some ways uh, and really challenging our moral position on this issue. And I really, really take umbrage with that. I, I think that's outrageous. Uh, let me clarify a couple of things for those who may be interested in the issue. Is is we've been on the forefront on this uh, drug epidemic and the opioid issue. On the forefront from day one, created a task force. First police department in the United States to use Narcan. I stood before a crowd of 700 people in the auditorium of the Central Middle School with the proposal of the detox coming into Quincy at the old nursing home site on Old Colony Avenue. Two-thirds were opposed. I was going to say, at your peril. At my yeah. peril. I was up for election. And I stood in that auditorium and said, we need this. The city of the Quincy of our size, where are our kids, where are our neighbors going for treatment? We need this. I could go on and on. We, we've got all kinds of new programs in the schools. We've got sober homes across the city. We've got the Gavin House. We've got Father Bill's. We have been on the forefront of these issues, so I don't take a backseat to anybody in the issue. So it, it kind of aggravates me a little bit that Marty goes down that road. Uh, you know, I know the, the issue's been the bridge, and he's been saying this, the bridge is going to solve everything. From his perspective, and probably from the perspective of a lot of business people in Boston, that are tired of seeing the folks hanging around and on a methadone mile, they called it, and, and I don't mean to be callous. These are individuals. These are humans, obviously, with human beings with great challenges. But to wear the house them out on an island like this is a leper colony, I think, is, is, is not the answer, and it's outrageous. If the city of Boston, look, the, the estimate on the bridge from Boston's $93 million. I've heard from one of the most prestigious engineering firms in this region that that bridge is $150 million minimum. And then you look out there on the island and you see all of these old buildings going back to the 1920s that need all kinds of work. As we speak, Mark, they ferry kids out there because there's a camp program for kids out there. So they're using water transportation to do that. But if they were that sincere about this effort, right, uh, then why aren't they out there working on the buildings now? Right. Why are we letting these people wait for years and years for, to, for attention, for help on, on this issue? Now, I don't pretend to have all of the answers on this because these people are sick. Some of them are mentally ill. Some of, them, of course. They're all sick in some way, shape, or form, and they need help. And I don't know what the answer is. When someone doesn't want help and, you know, and they just want to shoot up and live in a tent on the side of the road, I don't know what the answer is on that. But the reality is the construction of Long Island Bridge would have an adverse effect on the transportation 
issues in North Quincy, Squan, Marina Bay. Why should we in Quincy continue to be the stepping on the on the stepping stone of, of Boston's efforts, whether it's the fire academy, the police academy, and the police shooting range, the the uh, storage facility used to be out there that dumped into Quincy Bay. Tom and Nina was mayor of Boston, had a report done. The engineering report suggested they ought to look at water transportation to Long Island, both for efficiency reasons, but also it would be a nice gesture to the neighbor to the south. Those are the words in the report. You know, it's, it's very disappointing that Marty's kind of drawn the line on this. Uh, and I say that respectfully, Mayor Walsh, Marty Walsh, on this issue. I, you know, and the, no one has yet to articulate, including the mayor of Boston, what are you talking about for a program? Is it a detox? Is it five days? Is it a 30-day program? Is it six months where guys will come and go, ladies uh, in a job? Are they going to be driving? How many cars are they going to be? That's what we're after. We're trying to figure this thing out. And then he's in the Globe Stadium. We're going to develop the island uh, in other ways to help pay for the whole program. So now we're talking major development on a few hundred acres of land out there. So right. um, that's, you know... May Walsh, if you're listening, run the bridge from Savin Hill. Go from Marcy <laughs> Boulevard over. Um, you know, why should we bear the brunt of that? It, it, so it, and I, listen, I recognize that all these people aren't all from Boston. In fact, a lot of the people that come to Father Bill's or the Gavin House aren't from Quincy. Right. I get that, you know, and uh, other communities should be stepping up to solve some of these challenges as well. But there's so many unanswered questions. This is so costly. I got to think. So it's $150 million for the bridge. You're probably looking at $100 million worth of work to the buildings. They're, new they're buildings, falling apart. They're all falling apart. I imagine a little asbestos and lead and everything else. What could you do within the 46 square miles, Boston proper, today for these people now? Right now. It seems to me that for far less money, we could do an awful lot more for these people that need help now. You know, I'd be happy to debate with the mayor on that publicly any day. Um, He'll never do it. He he won't do it. He answers to the residents of Boston. I answer the residents of Quincy, and I get to fight for my constituents. Uh, We have have enough traffic in our city that goes over the Neponset Bridge to Boston every day and vice versa. This will add to it dramatically. It cuts through the streets of the neighborhood of Quincy that uh, they shouldn't have to put up with it. So um, when they built, uh, you know, Deer Island treatment plant, they ferried everybody over. All the workers are ferried daily over to that facility. All uh, year long. All year long. Yeah. And there's great potential for accidents, uh, industrial accidents, when you're building a facility like that. Sure. So we're, we live in a harbor. Water transportation is used all around the world. It's time we get more serious about water transportation, transportation. And this is a great opportunity to use it. On Long Island could be the hub for that. It would be, well, be a lot less money. And, and look, the argument, and, and I've said this before, the argument that, well, if somebody gets sick out there, you know, waiting for a boat, well, you get sick out there, you're waiting for an ambulance to come from Boston. That's a hell of a ha- uh, jaunt, you know? Yeah. So I, I got to believe, first of all, if there's a facility out there that are treating people, there's got to be some medical people out there, right? At least yeah. some nurses, maybe some doctors. Exactly. There's a firehouse out there, I, I understand. Sure. We have medical helicopters that uh, are used in the Boston region all the time. And I got to believe a ferry back and forth would be as quick, if not quicker, than an ambulance running all the way from the heart of Boston to get out to Long Island. You know, it's unfortunate that, um, you know, some of these issues were really never looked at in depth and and really uh, talked about in a public way or public fashion. Uh, And what I mean by that is is these other options. Why haven't we really seriously looked? We just dismissed public safety. We can't do it that way. Public safety, public safety. You know, that's an easy one to throw out there. Um, So I'm going to, you know, we had a little victory in the court last week. The uh, mayor of Boston was trying to get, part of the uh, lawsuit thrown out uh, relating to the MEPA process, which is the environmental reviews for this. And 
we were we were not happy because um, MEPA uh, granted it too quickly, and we felt without looking at the whole impact of the whole island. And now in the Globe reports, he's looking at other development out there that ought to trip a whole other MEPA process. So we're going to continue to fight for the residents of Quincy on this issue against the bridge. I am not against helping people. This city's been on the forefront of helping people on this issue for a long time. And we're going to continue to be on the forefront. We're going to continue to be innovative. We're going to continue to work with our schools and educating our young people and providing forums and opportunities. Uh, we're going to continue to do the enforcement that our police department, uh, they do a remarkable job. The drug unit, I, I firmly believe we've got to continue to uh, lock up those scumbags that are putting this stuff on the, on the street that are, are hurting our young people. Uh, we should never give up on that. There's way too much emphasis, in my opinion today, about, you know, Everybody's a victim, and, and, and I understand this is a disease. But, you know, there's also some responsibility people have to, have to accept. I think it's time people recognize that as part of this issue as well. You want to get cleaned. You want to get help. Uh, if not, you, you can't hang on the streets and be uh, bothering people and all. You know, it, it's, 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 it's a tough, tough issue I get, and there's a lot of sickness out there. But I think there's a greater roundtable discussion needed uh, on to tackle some of these issues and uh, you know, that, that's one of them. And we, we've got issues in, in our own city. They, they call it the methadone mile in there. You know, we've got some issues with, with that locally, and we've, uh, we've been working on, on those issues. It's not right or fair that they could come in and disrupt the whole public area, completely disregard the public, litter everywhere, needles everywhere, defecating everywhere. That's not acceptable. It's not acceptable in society. So there's got to be rules. There's the whole federal discussion right now, national discussion on some of this stuff, I, I just get crazy listening to some of the like, people running for president. Um, you know, just uh, let's let's just open everything up. Everything's okay. We don't need borders. We don't need checkpoints. We don't need this. We don't need that. You know, uh, see how long we survive as a civilized society if we don't have some law and order. Law and order. That's what this Constitution is based on. John Adams talked about that. He said this Constitution is for a moral and religious man, yeah. and for no other it will fail. I was in oh. California a few months ago, and you want to talk about a, an issue where now again, Quincy, as you said in the beginning of this, before people run off, you know, saying that you're not yeah, I'm being, sick of being insensitive. Quincy and, and you have been at the forefront of helping people that are struggling with this disease. At the same time, you can have a conversation or a discussion about keeping the neighborhoods and keeping the uh, your, your a beautiful city. Absolutely. But in California, they're letting folks camp everywhere. Yeah, if you I've go seen out there, some there of are that tents. Knows, it's unbelievable. I, I, we were out there; we couldn't believe it. We, Mark, we, were, we get we have some of that, so we'll have people uh, that again. These are human beings. Of course. There's issues, and, and they need help. The flip side is we don't know the background of some of these people. So some of these people are setting up tents and living in some of our parks. Well, what happens when one of those people come out and assaults some of our youth that are playing in those parks? Sure, sure. We can't take that risk of uh, you know, that liability. So we have a homeless shelter. Folks come to the homeless shelter, but some of them don't want to live by the rules of the homeless shelter. And there we go again. They don't want any order. They want to do what they want to do. So, and look, I don't mean to sound like a hot ass here or anything. That's not my point. You know, I'm as compassionate as anybody, and I support Father Bills. I support QCAP and a lot of great organizations that work on the front lines with, with the working poor, with people with sickness and disease, and certainly the opioid issue is, is a tough one for everybody. So uh, we're going to continue to work it very hard, but I am not going to just allow... Uh, the city of Boston to step on their neighbor to the south and, and just to move forward without our regard on, on the issues of transportation and what it will do to our city. 
Well, thank you, Mayor. Again, I think with the way that they've thank been you, so Thank you, Mom. It's nice to get that off my chest. Yeah, I can tell you. Yeah. I just let you go. I just had to set back it. <laughs> no. Sometimes you just got to do that. And uh, just uh, some good news is the new Wallace and T station did open up this week. So just if you want to that comment is good on news. That. that is good news. Um, you know, there was great trunk controversy at the time when we looked at this, when the T approached us and our legislative delegation, Senator Keenan and Representative Ayers and Representative Chan, particularly those those two were affected most by it. And, you know, the discussion was, um, do we do a five-year rehab of the station, keep it open, but a lot of disruption? and Or do we do it in two years, save a lot of money, and just get it over with? You know, pull the Band-Aid off, uh, get the whole thing done. And uh, and that was that was the decision. I think uh, Councilor Mahoney said there would be Armageddon and, and all this stuff, crazy talk. They put in a great bus situation. That took care of uh, people. Uh, they, they hired private buses. And Fantastic. Worked around it. Yeah. Did it cost people a little bit on their time? Yes. Yeah. Probably added 10, 15 minutes perhaps to the commute. But now that's over. The station is open. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's got elevators. It's got escalators. It's, it's all handicapped equipped. The flooding improvements have been made for drainage issues. This is one where we should say that the state's taking a beating on this. Thank you to our legislative de- delegation. Thank you to Governor Baker. Thank you to the general manager, Steve Povtek, and the entire crew at the MBTA. They've had a difficult year, and they continue to work hard. I'm, I'm not one to pile on. Um, the reality is there's been neglect on the T for 40 years, Mark, and this governor and this team's trying to fix 40 years' worth of neglect. And it's, it's not easy. It, it, it's, you can have all the money in the world, but to still try to get this engineered, scheduled, and get it done in a timely fashion, it's not easy. So... Um, I stand behind the governor on this one and the general manager, and it's just a great first step. We've already seen a lot of other improvements on the red line. We're going to be seeing new cars coming over the next couple of years. Uh, Quincy Adams being worked on. Quincy Center's coming soon, and, and North Quincy's underway. So uh, a lot of good stuff. Uh, I know people don't like disruption, and, and I get that. But the reality is it's happening. In a couple of years from now, we're going to have almost a brand-new red line with brand-new cars coming through our city, and, and that's a great thing for our commuters. That's important to bring up, Mayor, too, because people have been attacking on social media. And like you said, back in the days when it was just a letter and a telephone, now it's a mob, mob-like mentality, oh, wanting crazy. everything that's yeah. done now. And just, well, at least I'm glad you pointed that out. So finally today, we're just going to bring up uh, something that's uh, sort of a somber note, but also a good uh, reminder for everyone. It's a, it's a day of healing. It's a nationwide bell ringing ceremony on, on August 25th, 2019, the 400th anniversary of the first landing of enslaved Africans in English-occupied North America happened in Port Comfort, Hampton, Virginia. So there's going to be a ceremony or a memorial this Sunday at 3 p.m. Find a bell, ring a bell. They'll be doing it at the Church of the Presidents at 3 p.m. as well. We here in Quincy have a very unique perspective here because we Yeah, you know, it's funny. With all the discussion the last uh, year or two about tearing down the statues and you know, that this is one of the great stains, I think, on our nation's history. Uh, you know, slavery, no question, great stain on our history. I think the modern-day stain is the act of abortion, but that's an issue for another day. But for those from Quincy, uh, you may may not know that John Adams was the only founding father who went on to become president who did not support slavery, in fact, was opposed to it on its principle. Uh, John Quincy Adams, uh, as president, and then when he became a member of Congress, argued on the floor of Congress with Congressman Abraham Lincoln on this issue to try to abolish slavery. When I think about Adams really not getting his due in Washington uh, historically, and I think of what praise Jefferson got, when things got hot in the Revolutionary War, 
and Adams was down at taking his life in his hands going to these conventions in Philadelphia. Washington, his people were getting beat up pretty badly. There was a stretch during the war that nobody thought we'd ever win it. Jefferson goes off to Monticello because it got a little too hot, a little too heated for him. So he back up to Monticello, by the way, with his slaves. Uh, and he had a lot of slaves. Washington had slaves. It was, it was an era in our history that most, particularly down the South, you know, took, took uh, certainly full part in the whole slavery deal. And Adams was against it from day one. And not only was against it, but spoke eloquently against it, as did John Quincy Adams. So it's, I'm proud to say I'm from Quincy. The land of the Adams is particularly on this issue. We should be building a new monument to John Adams in D.C. He was the mover and shaker. He made a lot of this happen. He's the one that suggested Jefferson write the Declaration of Independence. He's the one that suggested that uh, George Washington be the commander-in-chief. He was talking about free public education in the Constitution that he wrote in Massachusetts. He was the one that avoided war with France as president. Had we gone to war with France, we not be, may not be here today. We could very well be speaking French, or we could be doing the goose step. I mean, it, it was that crucial at that time. We weren't ready. We were a newly formed nation, still beat up from the revolutionary time. And to take a, a war on with a, with a com- country like France or England at the time would have been devastating. So this, Adams was, was an incredible major founding father for this country. Now look at there were a lot of great ones there including uh, Washington, including the contributions Jefferson made. But Jefferson, in my opinion, is not at the same level as John Adams. John Adams and John Quincy Adams were the only two of the first 12 presidents ever to not own human beings. Yep. That's amazing. Mayor, it's a good note to end on. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mayor. We'll see you next time, or you'll listen to us next time on Podcast Quincy's City View with Mayor Tom Koch. Thanks, everybody.